Well, I love her, but I love the fish. Welcome to the official podcast of Trout Porn Nation, your source for the best in fly fishing media from around the globe. Support for this podcast comes from 5280 Angler. 5280 Angler is your premier guide service for walk and wade trips in the Denver Front Range. They are passionate about service and wild about fish. For more info, go to 5280angler.com. Day two, cloud again at the ISE. Sitting down with uh, senior guide, Jeremy Hamilton. Hey, what's up? How are you, man? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Steve? Not too shabby. How's the fishing been out there? We oh, just talked a little bit just now. but Yeah, fishing's been uh, touch and go. You know, if, if uh, you get the really cold days, it's been pretty slow, but but still effective. you got to hit the fish in the nose. But uh, there's been a lot of warm days, too, and, and those days have been fantastic. Been going to Boxwood a lot and, and uh, catching tons of big fish there. Good. Yeah, I've seen a lot of big ones, man. You guys, there was a 30-incher posted up the other day, huh? Yeah, that was with me. That was awesome. with me. It was, uh, she, uh, she uh, has been fishing for a year and a half, and uh, and we, we stuck a 30-incher. It gave it went for a ride on that thing. It took us all around, all the rocks and everything, but uh, but we got it on a little little purple jujubatus just barely in the corner of its mouth. And, uh, yeah, big 30-inch fish, you could barely hold it up. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Purple jujubatus is a good fly, too. Wintertime purple is purple's king. Purple and blues. blues. Purple and blues. blues. Yep, absolutely. So we also have Jay on. Jay's been the silent guy in the background sponsoring us for a while now. <laughs> How you doing? How's it going, man? How's the show treating you? We're just having a lot of fun. I mean, mostly we're here just to enjoy each other's company, you know, rekindle friendships. Just kind of introduce ourselves to people that might not know us and it's just a fun show it's not it's not all about just selling trips it's about getting our names out there and um, answering people's questions and having a good time and maybe drinking a little beer well yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah good man good so i asked the guys last night and they gave me their opinion so how is the how's the winter at boxwood movement going this year pretty good huh it's really popular. We're passing out a lot of info about it. Um, just people people want to tangle with big fish, and it's fun. And, uh, and that's just that's just the bottom line. I mean, it, it's something about a big fish you just can't you just can't uh, you can't get on every little stream. So it's a special place. We enjoy it, and we're doing a lot of trips there. We have a trip coming up Monday, actually heading out there and we have a lot of spots left so if you're interested you know give us a call or check out the website you can see all the dates that are open well and to be able to catch big fish in the middle of the winter and kind of regularly do it is it's totally unique i mean you can you can go out you know you can go to the taylor river but <laughs> it's brutal out there you know it's always cold there you, you can get big fish sure but yeah and it's but close you're on, to home yeah too. you're on little little flies small line but well, that, yeah but you go to boxwood we're still using 3x we're still using decent sized flies and we're landing these fish more importantly if it gets cold we just go inside and warm up we call it destination fly fishing close to home yeah it's uh i know from my house in parker 
to the clubhouse at Boxwood is hour ten. Yeah. So I mean, it's you can't ask for better. Right. Nope. Hour ten. You're not going elbow to elbow with a million people like the toilet bowl. Yep. You're not freezing your ass off like you are fighting bad roads to get to the tailor or the or the or the toilet bowl. So you know why not? Yeah. And it's just a, it's a it's a wonderful place to entertain your friends too. We have a lot of people where they have a, you know, they want to take a friend from out of town. Where are you going to take them? Yeah, exactly. I'm going if I take anybody, I'm taking exactly. Them to yeah. So why haven't we seen you out there then? Oh, well, he's I been out there this last summer. Oh, you been out there a couple oh, times. Well, this winter, yeah. I haven't seen him. No, not this winter. <laughs> Work's been kicking my butt, man. But yeah, we went out this summer. Yeah. Um, my buddy Joe we booked a trip. Okay. We went out and we caught. We caught a ton of fish. We caught big fish. Literally a ton. Yes. Like a diversity of fish, too. It's not just all big yeah. fish. I mean, there's we small hit, fish, uh, medium fish. I mean, it's just in, in before, different varieties. It's before great. Before lunch, one of the guys had five species. Yep. Yeah. So he had his tiger. He had his bow. He had his brown. He had a cutthroat. And a rookie. Is there a rookie? Yeah. Probably, yeah, there was yeah, a rookie yeah. in the mix. Awesome. Now there's some palomino. A lot of palominos there right now. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, I haven't did you get a palomino last time? Uh, we We're did easy not. To we spot hooked hard them. to catch. Yeah, then, yeah. It's, it's easy for the birds of prey to get them too. I've noticed we'll spot them too, so they don't last. That. And people get kind of fixated on them, and and uh, they try to catch. You know, they get focused on. Oh, I gotta catch it because it's easy to see. Yeah. But I always say, man, you know, it's only a 13-inch fish. Let's let's go get a big fish instead. Yeah, look for that two-foot long <laughs> shadow. That's the one you want. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They make a good target, at least. A, yeah, cast in that direction. You see that? There's other fish you there. See that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, that's awesome, man. Great facilities there too. Yeah. You know, every everything you would want next to the river is right there. Right. Well, and, and another important thing in the winter time is you don't have to go pee in the woods. You can go in a real bathroom with running water, and, and it's and it's comfortable. Yeah, I mean, the, the owner, Dan, is just, he's just been spectacular. He's, over the years, it's, it's taken a while. I mean, it, it just didn't sprout up like that. He's been working right. on that place for 20 years, and uh, we're very fortunate to, to, to be invited year after year back. So. Yeah, and very fortunate to have water this late in the season. Yep. Yeah, that's really yeah. that's obviously the controlling factor and it doesn't happen every year no, either no it's uh, that's why it's good to take advantage of it now enjoy it yeah I'm sure every, I'm, I'm sure all the other ranches on that river are just enjoying it too mm-hmm. good good so Jay yeah. you've never been on so no this is well I was chiming in uh, yeah, a little bit a little in the bit. background of different spots but no so <laughs> let's get Let's get the, the details out there. How and how and why did you start 5288? That's a great question. I'm asking myself that. A lot. <laughs> well, um, it started with uh, a couple guys. Actually, uh, Tim, friend Tim, and my friend Dave, which guide for us still occasionally. And uh, six years ago, we. We just got together and we said, you know, we can. Uh, we really enjoy guiding. We really love fly fishing. We can do this on our own because we we're all guiding for different shops. Jeremy was guiding for different shops. Gina was in different shops. Um, so Dave, you know, started with three guys and we just grew from there. We we're we we're fortunate, kind of in the beginning, that Jeremy started doing trips with us and Gina started doing trips with us because it's really you don't have a business without the guides. It is 
they are the business. And so we're just really fortunate we have just wonderful guides that, uh, that show people a great time on the water. And, uh, it grew from there, and, and I decided to, uh, once it got big enough, I actually quit my uh, full-time job, which is teaching. So at the, I was doing this and teaching at the same time. Okay. And then we got big, and it, it started to... You know, earn me a living without having to be a full-time uh, elementary school teacher. So that's this is what I do now, full-time. I just keep things running, and I really don't do too many guide trips anymore. I just help out when we get right. too busy, which happens actually in the summertime. It's unusual to see Jay on the water. It's almost <laughs> awkward. They, they kind of laugh at me when they see me, like, oh, <laughs> you still hey, know what Jay, you're do doing? You know what you're doing? <laughs> yeah. And uh, actually, you know, and I. I have to ask them. I'll call guides. Hey, you know, what was working? Where'd you fish? They'll, all, they'll help me out. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. helps us out, so it's worth it. Hell yeah. It's 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 just so we're blessed to be able to do something we love and earn a living at it, which is yeah. not a lot of people can say that. No, I started this thing. You know, I'm knocking on wood right now because we're, it's been six years and we're still in business and we're growing and yeah. we're, we look at each other every day like, huh. This is crazy. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good because, yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of, uh, you know, guide services that come and go, yep. you know, yeah. and to have longevity and to have repeat, you know, like we talked last night, repeat clients and knowing clients on a first-name basis says a lot about it. It's, it's everything. The guy, it's it's a guide business. It, it's it, the outfitter, the guy that runs it, that's, that's me, but that's not the business. It's... Gino, Jeremy, Ron, Marcelo, Tom, Ben. Although hey, Jay's being and, modest, and he's <laughs> he's the first he's the first person people talk to, and and we always hear from everyone that he does a great job on, uh, on booking the, the trips on the phones. <laughs> hey, you know, I like, someone's I like someone's yeah, got to do it. And do it and honestly, do I it do well. enjoy talking on the phone with people, and it's nice when when they say, "Well, is my guide going to take care of me?" I can honestly say, "Yes." Your guy's going to be fantastic. I can promise you that. Oh, yeah. And that's that's not... Not everybody can do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's it's, it's... it's definitely a good confidence builder to have that in your back pocket. Yep. You know you can send anybody with anybody. any one of your guides. Yep. And it's a, it's a dynamite trip all around. Mm-hmm. The fishing will be the fishing. But the uh, customer service these guys and the, and the education they teach... How they treat their clients, that's 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 what it's all about. And it's great that I get to work with a bunch of great guys that that I have confidence. If I'm busy, I can send my clients with any of the other guides and, and know that they're going to do a good job as well. And that happens quite a bit because Jeremy gets booked out and Gino gets booked out. Good. Yep. Good. So you're looking forward to some warmer temps down oh, there? Oh, man. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> I saw you out there busting ice the other day. Huh? Oh man, I'm still hurting <laughs> from that. It's uh, yeah, you know, I'm I'm ready for I'm ready for summer already. It's it, winter hasn't been real long yet, but I'm I'm done with it. I'm looking forward to our guide trip, and uh, we do a every spring we all the guides go out. We do a trip together, and we're going to the green this year. And no, it's just always fun to do. Above or below trip. the gorge? We're going below. Below. Yeah. below? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I haven't, I haven't been there. Jeremy's fished it quite a bit. And, I've, uh, I've, look, I've seen pictures. It, it looks like a just gorgeous, oh, phenomenal man. fishery. Yeah, we're gonna bring um, our boats. And well, when you float it, you I know. you go in the you know you go over these deep holes, and you look down, oh. and it's like an aquarium. Yeah. There's just fish absolutely everywhere. It's unbelievable. 
Yeah, and I fun. fish dries exclusively there. That's what you should do. You should bring your podcast to the green with us. Mm, yeah, I like that idea. <laughs> Yep. On the river. I yeah, do bring, like bring all the equipment on the river in the boat. Can <laughs> yeah. you do that? Put could, the big hey, car could, battery up to... <laughs> we could just record on, we could record on the iPhone and just edit it in. There you be well, nice you and can easy. do that? Oh, yeah. I don't know anything about this. Technology is amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, I like I like when you, when you wait a river, you know, you get one look at it, so you kind of know how it is. Mm-hmm. But then, like you're saying, you float it. Like, we floated the San Juan back in October, and I hadn't yeah. floated San Juan for, like, 10 years. Yeah. You and see a lot more. It's like you're saying. You're going over these holes, and you're looking down, and you're like, holy yeah. shit, there's a lot <laughs> yeah. of fish down there. Yeah. And it's not only a lot of fish, but you look in the bottom of those holes, oh, and they're, they're, big fish. they're monstrous but fish. But when, you can, when you can be up above them like that, you can see down into the holes, like, straight down. It's kind of like it's two different sports within fly fishing. I mean, yeah. wade fishing and boat and the boat fishing, it's two different things. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's just so fun. It's still fun to mix it up and we always look forward to that trip every year. Yeah, last year we went to the, where did we go last year? San Juan. San Juan. San Juan. Yeah, yeah. We brought yeah, our 10 power rods. Uh, that was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> so, floating and wading, that brings it, that brings up something that you guys are actually kind of getting into this year, correct? Well, Yes and no. Uh, we're, we're working with uh, Jeff Powell's of Fish on Colorado, and he, he's going to be doing our, our, our float trips. Okay. And so what he's he, he's going to be uh, working with us, to, so we know we can send our clients to him, and they'll take he'll take good care of them. But also, um, our, one of our guides, Marcelo, is going to be working for him as well. Okay. So we kind of share a guide, and uh, we're so we're getting into it. Yeah. So uh, you do have the the capacity. The to capacity to, to, to refer our, yeah. our our trips to Jeff, and he's a wonderful man. And more than that, he's a good oars. I mean, you can't take people out on these boats without just you know being, being great. Yeah. Because it's you can hurt somebody. Yeah, definitely. Well, it makes a more interesting day. Yeah. If you're worried you for your life, too. Sure. It's, yeah, sure. it's an exciting day. <laughs> Adrenaline film. <laughs> no, but, I mean, I've learned a lot just from rowing with him. There's a lot to it, keeping that line so that both anglers can cast, you know, at the right distance. And it's, it's, it's different than just knowing how to oar, you know, just for pleasure. Yeah. Uh, being somebody who can put, put the on fish. And it's, yeah, we're yeah, excited it's, about uh, it. It, it's it's quite a bit different, man. I don't fish from a boat enough. It's, it's something I'd like to do a little more. Well, I would say probably none of us do. I mean, no, being on the front range, yeah. there's not that many rivers to float close by. Yeah. And as guides, of course, we you know we're we're working, so we don't the bulk of the floating season we're we're wade fishing anyway. So, but we got yeah. that raft, and we're <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. We gotta do it. Everybody says that you know, they get their boat and they never use it enough. That's the common. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thing. Everybody yeah. will use it. Everybody. But I'm gonna use it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's always. Oh, I brought up. You know, somebody buys a boat. Yeah. Two years later, like oh, I'm getting rid of my boat. Yeah. Well, no, what? Well, I don't use never it. Never used it. Yeah. You know, Colorado is a, is Colorado's a raft state. I mean, I don't. No, I don't, you're right. I don't know that there's any rivers you can drift. In. You can, mean, but you, you've, uh, got to, you've got to know your shit. you got to know. Yeah, that's that. you got to know the right water flows to use it and when not to use it. Cause, yeah, otherwise you know, they, you're drowning. Like, on the Colorado River, they they sink boats all the time, uh, drift boats. That's, that's bad stuff, man. Yeah, it's You it's get dangerous. in the water in a boat, I mean, you it's, you know, <laughs> it's bad. See, this is what it's all about, these shows. You, it's, 
about just connecting with people. Just and, seeing everyone that you don't everybody. see over the winter yep. time. Yeah, it's good stuff. So, yeah, what we want to do next year is get a get a whole twenty foot booth so there's more room basically to hang to out. What we're doing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh, that's what I think we're going to do next year. So let's uh, oh let's do this one. You've given us your bucket list. Uh-huh. Location. Yep. But you were going to go fish for six foot trout. <laughs> That's right. So, Jay. Human sized trout. Yeah, human sized trout. Where are you going to go for your. Where's your bucket list destination? You know, I. Mine is straight across. Jurassic Lake. Yeah, Ben right told me you'd ask that question. I'm like, oh, I'll think about it. I never thought about it. <laughs> you know, I have three boys, and honestly, I just can't wait for the day when they're old enough where we can just fish together. I don't care if it's downtown Denver for carp it's just I want to be with the with the boys fishing and um, but besides that <laughs> besides the sentimental warm. reasons yeah besides the sentimental reasons someplace warm someplace Honest warm God, I mean just just I want to have, I want to just be warm beach yeah. ocean yeah. you know yeah. chuck it just you know eight weight that should and be I, our next that, year trip that should be and it's more you know I got to do a little more research to find out because it's not like I can try a bunch of different places it's going to be one you know, it might be my one trip or, you know, one, yeah. once every couple of years I go do, do something yeah. different. But right now we're looking into different places in Belize. We're still trying to do the research. Nice. To see, you that's, know, what might work best. Yeah, that's, that's where we should go. It's nice, warm. You just need to catch, make some money, right? Yeah. Catch everyone everyone buy trips now. Yeah. We need we need money so we can go fishing. Buy trips Support now us. so they can go hit the bucket list. We Support us. But we are going to, uh, <laughs> oh, you know what? I, I want to mention uh, in... Uh, August, we're going to Alaska with Angler's Alibi oh, for okay. silver. We're really excited about that. Ben and I are going. My dad is going. That's that's real special to me, and that's going to be a lot of fun. So we'll let you know how that goes. That's so. kind of a bucket list thing, too. It is a bucket list yeah, thing. Yeah, really that, that was my first is. bucket, and I can't, it, it definitely is. And I, I'm doing that, so I'll okay. let you know how that goes. And you're going in it. August? Angler's Alibi. What month? August, August 12th. Week of August six through twelve for silver okay. salmon. Then we're going to go fish, okay. fly into the braids, and do some rainbow trout. And okay, it's so all going to be new. So the days are still really long in August. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not bringing anything. They're October. going to take care of all the rods and anything. I'm just showing up. My See, dad that, that's up. yeah, that's nice. I, I, it's just going to be just got to bring your waders, you know, appropriate clothing, and uh, gratuity to the guides for the guides. <laughs> But I asked, John Perry runs it, and, and I, we asked him, well, what about for, you know, beer? Do we need to, he's like, no, I got enough beer. Are you sure? He goes, yeah, you, you can't drink enough beer at my place. <laughs> he's said, never you been don't, with you, said, though. you don't know us. But he goes, nope, we're going to, we got that covered. Nice. So we're excited. Yeah, check out Angler's Alibi, uh, John Perry. He's got some cool videos online. Yeah, yeah you get up in those northern waters, man. It just It's just one of those things where you just want to go and throw streamers and mice yep. all day long. And, you know, that's... Have you ever been up there? I have not. That's all we're going to do is swing and pink flies, I guess. Big, giant stuff. Oh, okay. And uh, for, uh, for the salmon and then, I guess, you know, eggs and stuff for the... Steelhead up in the river there? Or not yet? No, it's where it won't be Not in that part. They probably won't there. be up there until October. Yep, different part. Different, different locations, I think. But. Yeah, that'll be fun, man. Those those uh, Australian rainbows are not Australian. Jesus. Alaskan, close. Alaskan. It's close. Yeah, it's close. I mean, it's the same. <laughs> different, different hemisphere, Flip the world. But it's all good. Flip yeah. the world, and they're the same it's, location. Yeah. Are there trout in Australia? I don't think so. I, I, don't think I, I 
No, they're they're New Zealand. New they're Zealand. But New Zealand, yeah. But not Australia. New Zealand would be nice. Yeah, New Zealand But Australia will do so. I don't know a lot of people that have gone to New Zealand. I know, I know, I know one guy, one guy that has, and he said it's just phenomenal. It's just I think uh, the, you can some guys from the Quill went. And they had a great time. They showed, shared oh, some pictures. I, I had yeah, a Dorsey and his, yeah. Yeah, Dorsey and his guys he, just um, went. We talked to him, and he had wonderful things to say. Just they, and they did some still water and uh, moving okay. water. I had a client last week big, that's uh, uh, dragonflies. That was Patagonia. Oh, that was Patagonia. But close. Again, close. Yeah, again. Yeah, that was Patagonia. <laughs> we'll get it dialed in. No you know what? I we'll don't know. Get anything. somebody <laughs> in the right spot eventually. Well, I had a I had a client last week. Uh, she's heading there in a, in a couple weeks to New Zealand. Okay. Actual yeah. New Zealand. Great. We're on the right page. Yes, <laughs> and uh, I'm jealous. I, I wouldn't mind going there myself. So, bringing up the whole still water and river, how much how much still water do you guys deal with? That's something I, as far as my own improvement, that's something I need to work on. I'm same way. I, I really, you know, people have fantastic times going to Spinney and catching the big uh, big bows and cut bows up there, and I'm like that'd be fun. I just got to get with some people and really dial that in, and learn it because I don't. It's not something I. I Proficient. Yeah, that's but, a, it's, it intrigues me a lot, actually. Yeah, well, that's where all the big fish are. They're yeah. in the lakes. Not, I mean, they can grow big in the yep. lake. Yep. And it's definitely an intriguing setup when you talk to the guys that actually do it all the time. Because it's you know big, it's, huge. It's a league. whole different world. I mean, it's, it's a different world. Yeah. It's big, long leaders. It's you know, <coughs> it's de- they're using depth finders. They're using fish finders. They're finding those pods of fish and what what depth they're feeding at, and they're getting their line down. And strike there. indicators that like pop loose so they can oh, the slide up. Yeah. 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 yeah, I don't understand the slip box. <laughs> I don't know either. When you get the strike, they, they slide down the line. And so okay, so they just go to the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know so how it works move. either. But well, when you're when you're using like a 15 foot leader, you can't. Yeah. When you're trying to land a fish, you can't, and you have a strike indicator if it's if it's static there, you can't yeah. get them in. So yeah, that's and then there's the whole you know, reason the, there. the different people who are streamer fishing. They're using different sinking lines, different rates, and, and they got it dialed in. And they're you know you're out of a boat. It just it sounds yeah. I'd like to get more into that. Yeah, it's kind of. I think the whole spinning game is very comparable to the whole pyramid game. Yeah. You know, that's it's just. Different species, different type of water, obviously. Yep. But you know, the people, the people that do it and yep. dial it in, you can call them up and they'll tell you, yeah, you got to be, you know, like an eight weight with a 250 grain. And well, it's another avenue for fly fishing. When the rivers are busy, I think the still waters will be more and more popular. I mean, you look at the Hobie sales over there. Yeah. People are really getting into these kayaks, and it's it's becoming very kayaks popular. Kayaks and stand up paddleboards, yep. man. They, yeah. they love that stuff. <laughs> yep. You know, it's it it's a good way to get on the water without having the investment of a boat. Well, and you don't have water a motor fishing, too. There's a lot of ponds and lakes around Denver with bass and, and bluegill. And, I mean, there's a lot. Well, and then people are taking them to saltwater, too. I mean, yep. if you have a kayak, yeah. man, you can go oh, yeah. anywhere. It's amazing. Did you yeah. try that in Florida? You, you tried I did, but it was, it, was, uh, it was a windy day. We didn't have a great kayak. Those Hobie... Ca- those Hobie Pedal things look awesome. That would be the way to go. Yeah. But yeah, uh, you know, I, yeah, you I always, have uh, <laughs> go check them out. At the, you always, you can always find a video of some guy like in Hawaii. Yeah, just that goes shark. Out, that go, yeah. yeah. Or marlin yeah. that goes out and you know pulls like a big tuna. Yeah. Is there water? Right about there. Uh, no, there's one behind you. You can 
Chino needs a water, he gets a water. I think I'd be scared if I had a, something that big swimming around me in the ocean. Oh, oh yeah. man, I can't have one right now. Well, there's, there's the guys, today, so. you know, that are... I, I did for you. They'll go out kayaks and they'll have like a killer whale fall. You going somewhere? Yeah. You know, no. I I, I, it's something you definitely get used to, but yeah, I think I'd be a little bit scared. <laughs> Yeah. So, have, where have you been fishing lately? I mean, uh, lately, San Juan, Deckers, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. mostly. How often do you go to the San Juan? You talk about it a lot, so I don't uh, know. I, I get down there probably, I don't know, probably four or five times a year. Oh, oh okay. wow. wow. I've been there once in my life. <laughs> down River was, you like better though, than where everybody well, was. Well... You know, we we happened to just find a good spot, and that was, I mean, we, it was killer. We just found a, a, a spot where there was a ledge and a lot of fish hanging out there, big fish. Um, but, but beyond that, it was kind of tough. The braids were, when you're wading, the braids were a lot of fun, just a lot of people. Yeah, yeah braid, the braids are fun, but the braids are... That's where everybody goes. Yeah, that's. We went yeah. way down river, and it was cool water. But you know what? It got bigger down there. You almost needed a boat. You couldn't just it's, walk across. It's yeah. a lot bigger. Yeah. It's a lot slower. It's it's boat. Walk. And the fish generally are smaller, but yes, there's still plenty of them. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan. I'll go in. I'll I'll mess around in Texas Hole for a while, <laughs> but then I'll go across, get up in the main channel, and just fish main yeah. channel all the way up. Yeah, as far as I want. You yeah. know. That's where I have my best luck. Mm-hmm. Well, we fished right below the dam, too. Yeah, we went all the way the up. Yeah, that was a lot of fish. the big fish. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I fish I fish Deckers quite a bit. San Juan quite a bit. Yeah. You do a lot in the, uh, the Denver South Flat. I see it online. A lot of people post pictures of trout. Yeah. Uh, it's good that there's, I mean, you know, everybody's starting to take care of the river more, uh-huh. so it's, you know, it's an actual destination if you wanted to go fish for it. Really, you can fish anything out of this small flat right now. Yeah. We were catching then, walleye out here uh, closer to Chatfield. Oh, nice. Yeah. Ben and I went through some streamers. It was fun. Yeah, there's... Uh, Actually, uh, my son caught one. My son caught his first fish on the streamer, and it was a walleye. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Did yeah, you eat him? I don't. Th- I, I don't know. We threw it back. <laughs> I would trust it. It's, yeah, only, gotta, it's only. It's not like I it's three. It big enough, anyways. Um, I gotta start getting some species lined out for the mm-hmm. tournament in June. Oh, is that the the, the Mile High Twenty Five? Yeah. Oh. Dude, it's that's tough. A sweet idea. With that. It's it's tough, man. <laughs> you got to plan it all. I mean, you got to plan your whole you, group of what you're going to do, right? Yeah, you, you've got to go. You've got to pre-fish, and you've got to find your fish. We didn't do that last year. I mean, we got <laughs> we got our asses kicked. Dude, you go like, are, are there are there this kind of fish here? I don't know. Maybe let's let's try it. I mean, we found <laughs> some ponds up in Boulder that were like, oh yeah, there's like ten species in here. Well, it ended up that. It was private, and you were trespassing. Well, like 15 of the ponds were dried up. Oh, man. So there was literally two ponds to fish, and there was like four species out of the five we caught out of those ponds. Yeah, that puts a damper on your You know what I want to catch is a tiger trout, or tiger uh, musky. Oh, tiger musky? Yeah. 
Evergreen Lake for that. I went to Evergreen looking for them, and I didn't get one. But I've never even seen it. Everybody wanna, says it's Evergreen. Yeah. Everybody that's went. There used to be a really good fishery. It's still kind of good down in New Mexico, Blue Water Lake, but they're managing it poorly. But if you, that's one place to look oh. into. Tiger Muskie on the fly, and you know it's it's probably a good eight hour. Well, it's probably a good eight hours from here. Yeah, like to, like it'd be cool just that. because it's not a really common species. Yes, they're not everywhere. But My friend in New York catches them on a fly. Really? Yeah, out of a Tisco Lake, there's a lot of them. I guess they they put them. They don't. They don't. They can't breed. Right. But they introduce them to take care of. Uh, Pest, pest fish. Basically, yeah, they're yeah. like they put in a predator to, to keep the population of yeah. big fish. So, down. like Blue Water Lake is out in the middle of nowhere, over towards Gallup, western New Mexico. Something happened, and somebody figured out that the rainbow trout out there love to eat goldfish. Dump goldfish. So they dump goldfish. <laughs> and it was to the point where they were doing aerial surveys and you would see big just, gold just big, big pods of orange. Right? Yeah. They take over. So the state was, you know, the state's like, okay, we'll take care of this. So they got Introduce, tiger muskie. Yep. Put the tiger muskie in. No goldfish. No trout. They uh <laughs> yeah, they, they actually started stocking trout. The trout are on the uptick. Okay. But it's so poorly managed because of their slot limit and people not giving a shit about the fish that the musky fishing is kind of going to hell so we're really hoping they get that one turned around because it's well yeah why not if it's not a natural fishery anyway why why not just make it like some crazy fishery with big tiger muskies why not oh yeah i don't know i want to check out evergreen lake again now because that's close to home at least yeah there's uh there's lakes for people. I, I don't know, man. Then you get like the bucket biologists that think, "Hey, this oh, lake would be good for pike." Well, I, you know, I could be mistaken. I think that's how the pike population, like in Spinney and Eleven Mile, I could be wrong, but I thought that's how it kind of started. Like a bucket biologist. Oh, I believe it. Just dump them in there, and and now I they're eating it. all the all the trout. There's a. I want to catch a goldfish now too. I've seen How do a we gold... catch goldfish on the fly. I've seen a, I've seen <laughs> a koi goldfish. I mean, car- oh, that's a carp. Like yeah. That's a carp. Yeah. yeah. But well, I mean, like a little goldfish, you know, like, like in a fan tail. Yeah. In a fish bowl. <laughs> I've seen pictures of guys catching those out of that lake. I mean, it's a long time ago. But... Yeah. A fish food flake fly. Yeah. You can tie that. Make sure it's float. Let's get you some foam. Sheet it on the hook and go. Oh, fruity pebbles. There you go. What you do is you glue fruity pebbles on a hook. Perfect. And kind of shellac. It's a, you know. Doesn't so it doesn't water, break down. That would be a perfect fish flake food. That would be. <laughs> That'd be real good. Yeah. So how do you? Where do you see the? How do you see 2017 shaping up for you guys, Jay? Pretty good compared uh, with, to last with year. With pre-bookings, which that's you know that's an important part of the winter is to just get the pre-bookings. It's going to be busier than last year. Last year we did. I think it was our best year. Yeah. Uh, busiest year. This year yeah. is going to even. We're going to have more. So we actually. Uh, I'm gearing up for. I'm excited. Busy, busy year. I, I plan on sitting on that phone and <laughs> coordinating and getting on the computer. Yeah, and you know, and I also host. You know, I host a lot of trips. You saw me at Box when I go up and cook and make sure things. You know, the gears up there and everything runs smoothly. But, uh, yeah, we're gonna be really busy this year. And the rivers aren't getting any less crowded either. No. So we're 
No. If anything, they're going the we're, other well, way. Well, we're always trying to add new stuff so that we can kind of get away from uh, the from the crowds. We're so. going to probably be going a little bit farther for trips. But also, you know, Rocky Mountain Angling Club, they're the booth next to us. They've been wonderful. They have a lot of private water, and people want to do that. And uh, we've been using their clubs a lot. Yeah. Get away from yeah. So you guys have access to some of their stuff? Every, all their all stuff. Of oh, really? Uh-huh. It, there's a ton. There's a ton of them. I know a, a really good is, one down south. Which one? Granite Hills. Oh, oh, yeah. That's a little out of our, you know, well, we can always, but you never know. We can always spread our wings a little bit. Yeah. That's, a, that's so. a good property. Big fish? Big fish. Especially if you get, like, late summer. Oh. You can just throw, like, a big never sink trude and a stimulator all day long. Wow. It'd be fun to try out just for ourselves. Just for, yeah, just, you know, we do our... Uh, <laughs> We do our trip just in the spring, maybe there's some water out there. Yeah, just for just for fun. I've heard there's a good one, too, on the Arkansas. Yep. I've had a couple Big people Bang. tell me Big about Bend. it. Yeah, and have, they, have you um, done that one? No, I've, I've fished near Big Bend, up just north of... They uh, have a great... North of town? Yeah, towards... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. fished up in that area. Yeah. Our guy, Tom Capriol, knows these waters. He's the one that does a lot of them fished that with clients. He's also fished the Colorado River property, which is new last year. Okay. They have um, one on the Colorado River that I guess is fantastic. Nice. That's good, man. Yeah. I'm hoping it's a good busy year. Yeah, man. It will excited. be. So, and if we can, if the snow keeps going the way it's going, we're gonna have tons of water everywhere. Yeah, too, snow so packs. So we'll be doing some still waters. Yeah, we might <laughs> we might all need to learn how to fish lakes real quick. We, we do a lot of we actually do, do a lot of ponds, uh, those private ponds. Yeah, where you know you're fishing dries mostly, and that's always fun. But not the big lakes. It's not big the, fish either. So no. we, we'll expand though. We'll we'll do we'll do better with that and. Yeah. Uh, give that option for people as well good good that's awesome man so jay you get to do we'll get into these because i don't i can't record all day but yeah <laughs> who are your top three people you would fish with historical figures anybody but, you want and besides me jay besides I fish I mean, jeremy you know, besides jeremy gino and ben or tom or that, that is his Allen. top three but go with something else Definitely, you know, you don't fish. I don't fish with my father enough. I hate, you know, I want to say that. I know it's a sentimental answer, but to be honest with you, I, I just, I'd love to fish with my dad more. But uh, I like Ian. How about Ian Anderson from Jethro Tull? Okay. <laughs> you know, he'd be playing the flute the whole time. He'd be playing the flute standing <laughs> in the river. <laughs> he just seems like a music. cool guy, and I just I like that. I like their music growing up. That's, that's <laughs> an answer for sure. I need one more. I'd be a good no, one. You look a fish, oh, yeah, yeah. and he kind of escalates the music during the and fight. And he's still around, Ooh. so I play this. That's actually a possibility. <laughs> I should write to him. That'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the, the, I always like that show. It's not fly fishing, but the River Monster guy, Jeremy Wade. He's yeah. a cool guy, but... And he can like, fly fish, too. He can, and we could go... He'd be like, something different. He'd make it really exciting. Like, we're, you know, we're, gonna, we're in danger. Yeah. Even though so, we're fishing for <laughs> somehow that that fish is going to kill you. Yeah, I, I like that show. So there you go. Yeah, Ian Anderson, and Jeremy Wade, and my dad. We'll all go fishing. Go to Alaska. That'd, That'd be, be quite a force. Good fish, man. Yeah. 
You know, and every now and then he'll bust out the fly rod, which is good. Yeah. I, I like to see him catch anything on the fly. He did that awesome. for Timon in Mongolia. <laughs> yeah, right. that was a good show. Yeah. He did. I think he did it down south in uh, South America too. He did it fishing for, for tiger fish or something. Like okay, that. he's and yeah, and for tarpon like too. He yes. did it. He was in like a little little like float tube kind of thing, fishing for fly fishing for tarpon in this little yeah yeah like yeah. mangrove area, and that thing just kicked his butt. Yeah, I do remember. That. <laughs> you ever seen people fish for gar? Those like yeah rope flies, rope flies, and they just get tangled up. Yeah. That's yeah. the most bizarre. I think he did that on a show too. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean those things are gnarly, man. You just cool prehistoric get it, get it stuck in their yeah. get it in stuck their in their teeth and that's it. <laughs> just bring them in. I've caught one guard in my life on a lure. And it was years oh, ago. Oh really? Down Where in, was uh, that? Louisiana. Okay, I was gonna say. Uh, little itty bitty one. It wasn't very big. It was, you know, yeah. 18, 19 inches. But I've I mean I've caught one, so there's a lot yeah. of them back east. Yeah. I've the closest thing I've caught to a gar was a needlefish. Those things suck. Like in Florida? Yeah. yeah I, I mean, they're, they're, they have that long beak yeah. kind of thing yeah. with all the teeth, but you hook one of those things and they just they just come right There's no fight. When I was they, fly they fishing, come right they in. just come right in. Yeah. I, think we, I think we got one of those. Things. You ever catch a ladyfish on a fly uh-huh. rod? It's, it's, thick. it's a trash fish, it's, but man, they're like a little tarpon. Yeah. Huh. They fight pretty hard. I got hard. one in Florida and I was thinking... It was like leaping and jumping. like, what is that? A baby t- No, it was a lady fish. A lady fish. Oh, I was nice. thinking the next time I go down there, I'm going to try... Because I was reading the other day about all... I just... I was bored. I was just looking things up. Like state... Or not state... World record fish. Yeah. And there was a thing that's saying like the most attainable world records because people just don't record them. Yeah. Lady fish. It's... I oh. mean, the biggest one... All you have to do is get like a four-pound fish and you'll get a world <laughs> that's record. That's your goal. I want to. I want to have Expert. a world you can record have your own booth. lady. Fish. World <laughs> he can have his own booth. At I'll the be show notorious. Just, yeah, just lady. Oh, and I a take picture that of me holding that me. that four and a half pound fish. We try to avoid, you know, the tarpon and all the. You know, <laughs> I find the places where just the lady fish. Tarpon are easy. <laughs> yeah. Anybody can catch those. Put that on your business card. Jared right. Hamilton, lady fish, world, world lady record fish expert, world record holder. World record <laughs> Oh, you would put that on your card. If you Absol- actually were the world record Absolutely holder, you'd put that on there. Oh, yeah. And I would roll with that. I'd have books. <laughs> I think I'd put on my <laughs> videos. Big, big, big book. <laughs> How to get them. Put a shrimp on the hook and cast oh. it out there. Good. So, well, I'm excited for 2017, man. Me I think, too. I think every year January hits and every angler is like, yeah. I'm ready for this. Ready Cabin fever's hit. Do something, yeah. do something new. Going. Try something new. And whether or not you do it doesn't really matter. Yeah, we're you just kind of have the ideas in your yeah, head. Yeah, we talked about still water fishing. Let's try it. Let's get let's get into it. Might as well. Nothing better to and do. And use that boat. Those are the two things. Still water fishing and use the boat that I bought. Use yeah. the boat in the still water. There you go. Even well, yeah, better. Yeah, I think I'm going to try and run up to Delaney Buttes this year a little bit more. But more. Oh, yeah. I haven't been there uh, in, yeah, we'll in a long lunch. time. We got uh, roast beef sandwiches. Well, thanks for coming on, Jay. Well, thank you for coming oh, yeah. to our show and hanging out with us. I appreciate it. We'll see if Ben uh, gets done selling trips, and we'll ask him his three people. Oh, you didn't ask Ben already? No. 
Oh, he's gonna have he's gonna have some kind of weird, crazy idea. So now we get to do uh, we get to do one another three people with Ben because we didn't get to get to it last night. All right, my top three. The, top the, three. The so. podcast tradition lives on. Yes. Love it. So and just no- like just like Jay Ben, Gino and I cannot be in your top three. I was actually gonna have literally Jeremy, Gino, and Jay, and I knew that one of them would be butt hurt by not being number one, which is why I picked Jeremy. <laughs> no, I, I, I got I got my three. Um, the first one is gonna bring tears to everyone's eyes. It's the sappy selection, but I'm going with my son. Uh, he's three. He loves fishing, and, and to me, um, if if there's trout for him, we've all done a good job keeping him wet and uh, back to our initial conversation kind of the other night I just feel like um, if I can fish with him there's just no better thing than that and uh, probably every father oh yeah Yeah, even though that's a sappy podcast choice I didn't give that answer yeah well because I get to fish with him so I get it but he's he's numero uno number two actually is any one of my fishing buddies, uh, there's a rhythm to go and fishing with guys you fish with. And so, and, and in this case, it's the guys on staff. It's There's something about it. Uh, Jay and I, for a while, had this tradition where one of us would always have, like, the tag-along new guy. And it was, like, kind of a funny joke. It was like Buster coming along from uh, <laughs> River Runs Through It, you know. And it was a joke. Oh, yeah. well, who's the new guy you're bringing? Because there's a difference when you fish, uh, you know, with your fishing buddies. It, it flows. Oh, yeah. And there's yeah. just nothing like that. So I'm taking any any one of my fishing buddies as number two. Um, and, and most fun is actually when we go out as a group. So that's kind of a rule breaker on my number two choice because I'm taking an entire clan. It's a tie of, between the like six crew. guys. Yeah. yeah, tie. No number one, two, three. And then lastly, uh, this one actually has more of the, uh, the celebrity nature. I'm going with Joe Humphreys. Uh, okay. He was... He was modern nymphing before people were even nymphing and as as much as you know there's obviously innovation check nymphing uh longer rods those kinds of things he was putting weight on a leader when nobody was really doing that right inventing bow and arrow cast he's a casting genius and I can always pick up ca- casting tips. I'm always interested in that. So, I f- And then on top of it, the, the very brief chance that I had to meet him at the fly fishing show, there was something about him that I'm like, he is my grandfather from another mother. You know what I mean? Like, I, I was so impressed by him. And uh, I, I think if you, if you haven't checked out Joe, um, it's Humphreys uh, with an E-Y-S. Just put it into Google or, you, or YouTube. He's EYS, okay. and uh, he's got the kind of spirit that uh, I want to, to fish with. Nice. Yeah, the whole... Uh, Ian Anderson can kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I think the whole modern nymphing kind of <coughs> Euro craze, is, it's, it's come on lately in the past... Well, you know, in a couple and, seasons, not even years. And what, it, what I think, you know, Joe's take on it was, I don't need... A bobber. I don't need an indicator usually, and and I think he was the first to take that off and never, or maybe he never used it. Period. Right. And then stuck with that. And, and I feel like often I find myself teaching people 
uh, more and more and more and more and more to start nymphing without an indicator. You know, uh, Jay Zimmerman, he wrote a great book. Um, one of his lines in there is, you can run faster without crutches. And, 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 and so as much as the indicator can be helpful, especially if there's uh, really high water and maybe there's someone with some vision issues, right. the indicator can be really helpful. But if you start without one, you develop a sense, you develop sort of a sixth sense for fish. Right. And when you watch Joe, I think his sixth sense for fish is, is the key to his nymphing success. He understands angler position on the riverbank. And I find myself with, with new anglers, interestingly, they're not understanding the concept that you, by changing where you stand two or three feet, that yeah. can change your presentation dramatically. I, I so move many people. Ways. I move people. I'll say, you know, move one step to your right, and they look at me like I'm like crazy. You're crazy. But man, it makes such it a makes difference. Such a difference. And I think when you when you the more you fish without an indicator, the more you're understanding where the fish is in the current and where you need to be as an angler to develop to, to present that fly perfectly to that fish. Yeah. And so that's why I like it. Perfect. That's. I love it. That's a good one. That's a good one. It's a good top three, man. I like it. Thanks. Thank you. Thank now, you. now my son, now my son, his presentation is a little bit off. However, it is. He has yeah. hooked and landed his own trout already with with a fly rod. So. And and his his uh, poses with the fish are dude. They're, they're second to none. Thank you. You know what it started <laughs> with? Little my dog's chew toy. My dog has a little rainbow trout chew toy. So when he was one, we would practice posing with a fish because that's key now, man. Less. Yeah, less skin, more fin. He's oh, got yeah. it down as a three-year-old. And yeah, you know, my my son is the same way. He's he's a bit older. He's ten, but he, you know, you get you get clients, and they, you know, because they don't have the experience handling fish, they fumble with them a bit, and that, you know, that's to be expected. But my son, like a pro, he'll reach down in there, grab that thing, hold it up, big smile, set it back down in the water real quick, and. We'll, we're good to go. It's interesting. You know what? The, our, our kids' generation will be the generation that grew up with catch and release being the way, being being the subconscious way. I grew up with throw them back. It's not big enough, right? And and, and, and had to develop the appreciation for catch and release. The, the anglers of, of the next generation, they're, they're entering it as that's the way you do it. And, and I'm really excited about that because I, I do think as more and more people are fishing, the, the better we are at that. Right. The more the species will be preserved, the resource will be preserved. And it's really actually pretty cool because I'll ask Jake, Jake, where do fish go? In the water. Mm-hmm. You know? It's pretty cool. Well, my kids fight over who gets to put the fish back. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting to watch it swim away. It, yeah. it, it's their favorite part. And, yeah. and that's so special. And then we can run to Safeway and get some chicken. There you go. <laughs> Love it. You know, the other interesting thing when you're taking kids fishing, you know my number one tip? Snacks. Oh man. You wanna you wanna have a kid learn to love fishing? You go to you, the grocery store and let them pick out whatever snacks they want. That's and the they best become, part of the fishing trip. They become your fishing snacks. And so then oh, they have a special place in the kids' Every heart time. and you only get them when you go fishing. Yeah. yeah. My son, whenever we go, he wants to get... Because we had a particularly good trip at Decker's one day, just he and I. And we had Doritos, and we got some pictures of him eating Doritos. So now every time we go, can we get some Doritos just like that one time? 
And, you know, it, of course, it's 10 minutes into every trip. Dad, I'm hungry. I want a snack. But that's the key to keeping it's the, them It's the soul into of fishing. It. Yeah. But it's the key to actually me fishing. If I forget to pack a cooler <laughs> with sandwiches and beers, I'm probably heading home early. I don't know. I can't say I'm the same way, but I'll, I'll still fish. I'll just be starving and, and, you know, stop and eat way too much on the way home. But, but uh, yeah, it doesn't stop me. Please visit us at TroutPornNation.com or find us on Facebook, I'll make you famous, <laughs> Twitter, or Instagram. The Trout Porn Podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Podbean. Don't forget to visit our sponsor, 5280Angler at 5280Angler.com. May the force be with you. Hasta la vista, baby. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out. <laughs>